joining me today for today's episode. Today, as we look forward to the next 12 months of the year, I'm sure that we all have hopes and aspirations, we all have dreams, and we are looking forward to the goodness and the mercies of God. So these are really exciting times, and I thank God for his mercies and his grace upon us. Today, I want us to speak briefly on... uh, very exciting topic that is the changing times and the seasons time changes all too soon another year begins and it's just rolling on and on and on and on but there is one constant in all of this that is a god who never changes so how do we align ourselves with this god knowing that we live on this part of creation that is constantly changing. First, one want to look at some attribute of God. God has certain character, which or some attributes that we need to latch onto to help us to go through the next 12 months. And I'm sure God willing, we'll meet again on the other side of this year with grace and joy in our hearts. God is in the habit of changing times and seasons. He doesn't change. So how does he expect us to relate to a creation that is constantly changing? I want us to look at how God dealt to the people of Israel in Exodus chapter 12 to give us some idea of how we can be successful, how we can do well in spite of every change and every circumstance that we look forward to in this year. How to ride out this year in victory and knowing God's goodness. In Exodus chapter 12, the people of Israel were on the verge of breaking free from 430 years of slavery. I mean, that is a very, very painful existence. They have not built much wealth. They not have any organized religion. And everything around them is a continuous rat race of just pure labor and suffering. So God had decided that it is now time to fulfill his word to the people of Israel. And so he found a man in Moses, not a military commander, but a humble, obedient person who he can work with 
to bring Israel out of the bondage of Egypt. Maybe for a lot of us, we also have been on a constant path of just one crisis after the other. Or maybe just we are on a tear, just a lot of breakthroughs. And we thank God for that. But whatever it is, change happens. That is the issue. Change happens. That is this side of heaven. Things change. It may be changing from good to bad from our perspective, or it may be changing from bad to good. So whatever it is, we have to deal with change one way or the other. But we need not be afraid of change if we know who is in charge. And that is so important. So as we look for it, you want to look for it with hope and optimism because of these things, these few thoughts that I'll be sharing with you. So in Exodus chapter 12, the time had come for God to let them go, to give them liberty. Now in verse 1, that's what the Bible says. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So before he even gave Moses instructions about how to fight that spiritual battle to get Egypt to leave Israel alone and to let them go or to get Pharaoh to let Israel go, he first decided to rearrange the calendar. There's definitely, the, the Egyptian society is sophisticated enough to have calendar and to have seasons and festivals and celebrations which is very typical of every sophisticated society as Egyptians were. But you see God isn't going to celebrate Egyptian calendar or Egyptian festivals on the lives of the people of Israel as he had planned it to be. There is never going to be Egyptian calendar following these people into Canaan. No way. God isn't going to do that. And that speaks a lot to us as well. When we came into Christ or when we were, we were born again, as it were, God set our lives on a different calendar, different from what maybe our family has had or what the devil has planned for us, or what the purposes that enemy had arranged for us. And we need to know that. You see, so even though Egypt had a calendar, God's plan and purposes was never going to be run according to the Egyptian calendar. One, a lot of those festivals and all of those things were after the gods of Egypt. It's a, a society that has, I'm sure, more gods than there are people. So God isn't going to celebrate foreign gods. He is going to rewrite the life of these people. He isn't just going to set them free and let them march according to Pharaoh's time schedule. 
The world may have a plan. They may have a calendar for your life. They have said things about you. Or maybe you yourself, you have made certain time schedules and plans and purposes and arrangements. The question is, does it synchronize with God's calendar for your life? That is a question we need to ask. So God told Moses, you are going to get out of this place. And when you go out, today which begins with your redemption, which begins this month, which begins with your redemption, this month, which begins with me breaking you free from this born heart, is going to be the beginning of month and the beginning of the year to you. And we are going to celebrate the other victories as we go along. Question I want to ask you is, as we look forward into this year, have you synchronized your plans? Have you synchronized your calendar with the will and the intentions of God? And this is very important. In Daniel chapter 2, we'll come back to Exodus, but in Daniel chapter 2, when God revealed that dream Nebuchadnezzar had to Daniel, and therefore help to save their lives. Daniel lifted up a prayer to God. And that is so important for us to grasp why it's crucial for us to synchronize our schedules and our calendars with the calendar of God and the purposes of God. And this is what Daniel prayed in Daniel chapter 2 verse 1. He says, blessed be, verse 20, sorry, 220. Then Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. By verse 21 says, he, that is God, and he changes the times and the seasons. I believe it's not just, Daniel is not just talking about winter, autumn, summer, fall, as we know it in all the seasonal changes. Great. God set those in motion from creation. But he also says he changes the times, the times. You see, for everything that we have going on, there's a time and a season. And God has the ability to change the times. Maybe our enemies have purpose that in six months from now, X, Y, Z will happen to us. Or maybe by our own schedule, this is the schedule that we are running as far as God is concerned. The God that we serve, he has the ability to change those times. He changes those times for us. So even if you look ahead and all you are seeing is just difficulties and challenges and all that are synchronized to a certain time frame, you have the ability to align yourself with God. Say to the Lord, it is you who changes the times and the seasons. Therefore, if the enemy is forecasting sickness and death and disease, 
Lord, those times I'm going to hold. And I'm not going to run my life according to an Egyptian calendar. The calendar that is detected by the wickedness of this world. The calendar that is detected by what is evil. Or rather, I will begin my year, I will begin that my calendar from the premise of your redemption. Because that is what God is doing. He's laying the foundation for the people of Israel on the Passover sacrifice. And what is that Passover sacrifice? That was the blood that was shed of that lamb that was slain to get them out of Egypt. And God is saying, this is going to be the beginning of years for you. The beginning of the month for you. The first month of your year is synchronized to the redemptive work of this Passover lamb. Today, our Passover lamb has already been slain. And so my calendar begins from the Passover lamb sacrifice, that is Jesus Christ. And everything that is going to follow, everything that is going to unfold, will take its frame of reference from the Passover, the Passover lamb that has been slain for me. No more should my life and your life be synchronized to the slave calendar. 400 years of pain and suffering, the years of nothingness, the years of poverty and lack, the years of being dominated by wicked taskmasters. But rather, the calendar of our lives is supposed to begin with the Passover lamb. And that is a whole new beginning. So we're not supposed to carry over the vestiges of the failures, the vestiges of all that was wrong. But rather, we start off on a new page. And that is marked with the blood of the Lamb. As we go forward in the next couple of months and all, we need to reflect how far has God brought us? How far has God taken us on the basis of this Passover Lamb? And then we have to do a course correction to resynchronize our lives to this first month of the year. In Psalm 31, the psalmist prays a very, very beautiful prayer in Psalm 31. And I want it to be our prayer, even as we march forward out of the slave house of Egypt, out of poverty and lack, into the glory of what God intends for us in the next couple of months, even in this year. Psalm 31, and from the verse 15 to 16, this is what the psalmist prayed. From verse 15, my times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. And I love this prayer even as we look forward. He says, my times are in your hands. My times are not in the hands of the world. I'm no more synchronized to the Egyptian calendar. You started me off on a new schedule. Lord, you started me off on a new calendar. And so he says, my times are in your remember in Daniel chapter 2. He says, it's God who changes the times and the seasons. 
You see, so if my times are in your hands, then you change it according to your purposes and according to your plans. So as we go forward, I'm no more stressed out. I'm no more anxious. I'm no more dreaming of evil because my times are in your hands. And Lord God, you have the ability and you always will change the times and the seasons. He has the power. Who can stop him? So what is the season that you are looking forward to? Are you looking forward to a season of storms as we go forward? Are you looking forward to a season of rain to plant a harvest and to reap abundance? What are the seasons that you are looking forward to? But then most importantly, who holds the times and the seasons of your life? Is it synchronized to Egyptians' calendar? The place of your bondage and the place of everything that is not of God? Is it still on that schedule? Or you have taken advantage of the Passover lamb and you have reset the clock on the basis of the Passover lamb? That is the challenge. And that is the blessing of having God on your side. The, the most fascinating thing about God dealing with these people is that for 400 years, practically, they have worked without wage. Maybe they started with something until they got, the Egyptians realized that, no, we have to suppress these people, and they tightened the screws and tightened the screws and got them to a place where they had nothing. So God gave them favor, and which are tied to what this psalmist is playing. He saying, God gave them favor in the eyes of the Egyptians before they started their journey. And he asked them to go and borrow from their enemies, borrow from the Egyptians, and God gave them favor. And they borrowed and borrowed, and they had abundance. To me, that is God giving them return on their labor. That is God paying, having Egypt pay reparations for all the years that they have exploited these people. And they left Egypt with massive wealth. All the years that maybe you've had under the control of the enemy and splendid you and deprived you of everything. When God resets the calendar, he also restores. Since the years that the caterpillar and the palmer web has eaten, he will restore. You see, so when God resets the calendar, he didn't just get them out of Egypt, giving them liberty to go into their own land and all. Around that same period, he also resets their wealth and their abundance. Child of God, as you align and synchronize yourself to God's calendar, God will not just set you loose. He will also make sure you have what it takes to do the things he wants you to do. So he doesn't just change the times and the seasons. He also brings the harvest of the seasons into our lives. We are not going to get out of Egypt on God's calendar with empty hands. He will make sure. So embedded within this year, God will also make sure that there is a harvest waiting for you. You are not going to align yourself to his calendar 
and just go empty-handed. The psalmist here is praying in verse 16, make your face shine upon your servant. Make your face shine upon your servant. You see, the word your face to shine is the same word that is used for grace. So we are told grace is in the eyes, you know, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Grace has something to do with God's face, with God looking on us. So what the psalmist is praying is for favor, for, for God to look at us, carries, you know, to, for, for, for God to look at us favorably. When he turns his face towards us, he commands his grace towards us. So when Moses was blessing the people, he said, may the Lord make his face shine upon you. Gracious to you. There is something about God looking on us and grace coming upon us. So when God changes our times and our seasons, he also commands his grace upon us. He looks upon us favorably. So you are not just going to get out of Egypt. He's not just going to change the times and the seasons and look away from you. His eyes are going to follow. He's going to look upon you favorably. And when God looks upon you favorably, He commands His blessings. He commands His grace. That is why we need to synchronize our calendar to God's calendar. First, take advantage of the sacrifice of Jesus because that is supposed to be the first month of the year. That is going to be the beginning of the year for you. If you follow this episode all this while and you don't have an enduring relationship with God, you better go to God. Make peace. Better go to God and ask Him to come into your life and be your Lord and your Savior. If you already have, this is the time to deepen that commitment and that relationship. Because God has a plan. He sets you on a path. And you need to keep time with Him. And He has the ability to change those times and the seasons. Child of God, you are not at the mercy of the enemies. Ah, in God's hand and His grace. You have to take advantage of it, even as the year is going. Because God is resetting the clock of your life. And you better be aware what time it is right now in your life. Thank you so much for joining me. I believe that we shall come to the end of this new year with joy and gladness, looking back at all the many good things God has done for us. But let us begin God's calendar, and that calendar begins with the sacrifice of Jesus for us, and all that it has reached in our lives. And most importantly, that the psalmist prayed, want to ask God, make my times and my seasons like your Lord, let your face shine. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you. Fountain of my life, I worship you.
the book of Matthew 11, 28 to 29. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. Thank you.